DeRozan sees an opening, drives and throws it down! DeMar DeRozan with the slam! Fires, it goes off the left, and score! Oh, what a play by Duchesne! And what a catch! Oh, God! DeAndre Hopkins! You don't like that? You don't like NBA basketball! The Bot Pod with Pierce and Johnny. All right, welcome back to the Bot Pod. How's it going, Johnny? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. I'm I'm a happy guy. This is a good week, man. March Madness starting up. Really good to have a bracket to look at. Yep. Got one up on my fridge, up in my room. Just being able to look at a bracket is just nice. There you go. And we got NFL free agent frenzy right now this is a crazy free agency so we're gonna get into all that but uh well yeah i think we're gonna start off with some some hockey talk a bit of that and then we'll get into those other segments how does that sound sounds perfect okay first topic we're gonna talk about in hockey nhl espn partnership yeah um okay i gotta say first take really surprised that this didn't mean a cap increase yeah i totally thought as soon as they announced it i'm like okay awesome nhl is gonna be able to get their cap going again we're not gonna have a lockout and this is gonna be good for everybody and then they announced that really chill for about four years right yeah four years so that uh now is that to like account for the expansion i think it's both to account for expansion and just the increase in revenue because of everything so So hopefully we'll be able to get some people are getting in seats though so hopefully we get the fans out soon i've seen like in new york new jersey buffalo they're getting some fans in the building in that division there hopefully in canada soon yeah i also heard that when buffalo offered um their season tick holders first bids on the 2000 tickets they were given out uh not a single one got one (laughs) yeah i saw that so it's like open to the fans Buffalo yeah. is a mess. Quick story on Buffalo there. Pretty viral picture went out. There was like a local Buffalo paper that put out a 32-team uh, power ranking for NHL. And you're like, wait, there isn't 32 teams yet in the NHL because Seattle hasn't expanded. This Buffalo newspaper, kind of petty, but pretty funny, placed Buffalo as team 32 in the power rankings and placed Seattle Kraken, the expansion team that hasn't even played a game yet doesn't even have a single player on their roster they place them as number 31 it's it's not looking great for for buffalo i mean i would really say isn't. i would say if uh if it's anything like vegas i'd have seattle as second in the power <laughs> ranking okay but... here's, here's what the paper said seattle kraken 31 <laughs> bettman hopeful opening night in october will be in front of a full house <laughs> that was their little <laughs> little blurb and then buffalo sabers number 32 a circuit act that Deserves to be below yet to a yet to start expansion team. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Pretty salty. That's hilarious. But yeah, back yeah, to man. back to ESPN deal. I'm fired up. I think this is really good for hockey because a lot of people in the states don't watch hockey because they don't have um like NHL Network is like the primary vessel down there. There is games on NBC, um, but usually they're either like more primetime games so not as many or they're shoved in the in the back so i do think going to espn is going to be huge for for that reason yep and then um second reason 
they've also been showing some of their old uh old commercials from uh back when they're doing uh hockey so there was like that i don't remember if you've that that uh alexander ovechkin commercial where he's in the office um and they're like something about like being a russian spy and he's like going around in his full hockey equipment and uh and like looking in all the, the file no. folders and stuff i i saw it like recently um when i was i was i forgot what i was watching i was like maybe basketball or something like that but i was like oh they're talking about russian spies and i was like oh that's Ovi. this is like og Ovi, like when he still had like hair in front of his eyes kind of Ovi. <laughs> so like they're rolling some of those out and then there's also um i wait now that i think of it i and do it says, remember like, this that. is sports center at the end yeah 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 i've seen it 100 um and then there's uh with this nhl deal this is a good question i have for you um they're doing a kind of similar it looks like to the nickelodeon game in nfl where they're doing a broadcast geared towards younger fans following the NHL. What are your thoughts on on that? Wait, what what is it doing for the younger crowd? So, um, ESPN president Jimmy Pitero says the new NHL deal is um, regarding um, audience expansion. They're going heavy into that, and they're trying to get younger demographics um, to come watch hockey. So, similar to the Nickelodeon game where they're trying to like go for younger people to get them to watch football. They're trying right. to do this to to watch hockey. So like a separate broadcast, or it looks like another asset on of streaming on ESPN Plus to attract younger fans to watch and learn about the game. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I don't mind it at all, um, as long as there's both options. Uh, yeah, depending yeah, on yeah, how yeah. how scaled back that it'll actually end up being. Uh, with hockey, they're never going to be able to put in a zoom in on anybody's face if they're doing kid friendly because you can read every player's mouth anytime yeah even on, the, even on the nickelodeon uh broadcast the ref was making a call and like yeah. some guy just yelled huge f-bomb right into the like so it was heard on the whole broadcast yeah so i know it's rough but even um, like just the graphics and like kind of teaching the rules I, I think that's a really good really good thing for the game yeah especially like i think i see here's a question that i would want to ask the younger younger demographics i feel like sports aren't as important or as um i don't know there's not as strong of a fan base for younger generations as it was for us back in the day well yeah now because everyone's watching uh like fortnite world cup and yeah all uh, video games tiktoks like i think there's just way more outlets of entertainment Mm -hmm. that it's like yeah i think i think it is a good step to to take for that um the one thing i will say and add on to this is that I feel like this ESPN partnership came out of such a perfect time with certain teams that have been good for so long starting to regress and certain teams that have done so poorly starting to build up and get better, which is like increasing the market in the States substantially. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like we see, I remember when uh, we went to South Carolina for um, nationals and we couldn't find a single Carolina Hurricanes hat or anything in regards to Carolina uh, Hurricanes. And we were in South Carolina and th- we went to every sports store, every jersey store, everything. And they didn't have yeah. anything. Even for though hockey. they play in North Carolina, you think they'd have something and like around there. That's like a closest team, right? Yeah, exactly. So I think, well, and year after that, they started to, to get the whole celebration kind of thing for carolina going which yeah, the brought in a lot of people right? yeah yeah so like we see, start seeing carolina doing so well 
Phoenix is doing a lot better than what they used to be. Uh, and the new jerseys have been super awesome for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, the jerseys too. That's another great, great thing for the game too to get. Yeah. Because exactly. I, I was seeing some stuff where like people were like, oh, like when people talk about the big four sports, um, football, basketball, baseball, and hockey, but some people were like, oh, hockey's falling out of the, the big four sports. And I'm like, dude, that makes me so sad. You honestly don't know how sad that makes me. People are like, yeah, yeah UFC, like that's better than, than hockey. Or like, I, I forget, some people were putting into ridiculous sports in front of hockey. And I'm like, like this ESPN deal is going to be good for that aspect too. So it can still kind of keep up. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it needs to keep things afloat. Like, yeah, I, I honestly, I would love to talk to some of my american friends and stuff as well because part of me just thinks they put way too much emphasis on college sports too and high school sports but then again that's neither here nor there that's the start of certain people's careers and stuff and there's a lot of that goes into that with alumni and everything but like espn to focus some more effort into nhl I think oh yeah now they're gonna actually play them. games and people have have es like people who have espn subscriptions yeah they'll be like oh the hockey online as well just watch hockey um and then yeah. going going one more thing going back to the the alternate streaming like the alternate broadcast or like whatever casters yep i think that this whole branching out to the younger demographic i won't I'd, i think it'd be so cool to have more different broadcasts you can listen to um i mm-hmm. think uh, like obviously the younger kids one so like kids can watch with their parents and learn i think that'd be super awesome i also think like a, a sports betting one with a couple guys that like know the language um they they're talking about the spreads the over under these guys are like throwing out prop bets i think something like that would be cool um and then like i also like the idea of like potentially having it i don't know how far like twitch and stuff are gonna go but i love the idea of where like you can get certain emotes and yeah like like on on screen like assets and stuff to like the show and stuff like yeah i know definitely yeah i just think like this will open the door to to stuff like that or even like i don't know what other types of broadcasts would be viable i feel like like betting the regular one and then like a kid's one pretty good start and then people will think of more more ones to talk about obviously but yeah yeah excited excited for that i think um i can't think of anything else really for hockey this week no not really pierce's theory still alive everybody we had a close call last night but still, still yeah. going strong yeah still going but i'm and... looking at the schedule bro <laughs> we only have two more games against edmonton how how far like two weeks away oh my days or let me check it was like mid-april vancouver a few times here mid-april yeah and we play do you play vancouver after you play edmonton yes we play them oh, yeah, four times at the end of the season but we only play Edmonton on the 7th and the 9th, so we need to squeak out a win there. That's our only chance. And then we have four cracks at the Canucks at the end of April. <laughs> hmm. So we're coming down to the wire, but, you know, still believe, still believe. Still there. Um, um, do, they, do they play tonight against Vancouver? Is that no, tomorrow? we just finished a back-to-back oh, where, okay. we play, uh, where we beat you guys and then beat or lost to Vancouver. We have, okay, like, a so huge home stretch here. Like, we have more home games coming up. True. So hopefully that'll be helpful for the boys. But Well, do we want to get into some... I don't really... We'll leave basketball. We'll, we won't talk about NBA. We'll talk mainly about March Madness. But yes, let's get into football, I think. All righty. So, NFL is going actually crazy right now. First day of free agency was yesterday. Second day of free agency today. And so a lot of stuff, like if like we're basically not going to be able to speculate on any of any free agents that'll sign because they could literally 
signed tonight or tomorrow morning, like all before. So we're just not going to speculate. We're just going to talk about what's happened. Okay. Um, I have a couple of like really like of my favorite signings and then a couple of signings I don't like. Um, which ones do you want to go over first? Um, also, just a quick that... update for everyone live in podcast. The Buffalo Bills are signing Emmanuel Sanders, wide receiver. Okay. So they released John Brown and then they're adding Emmanuel Sanders in. So there you go. This okay. is a live live feed right there, just just as just as the news came in. Um, nice. Yeah. What do you what do you want to go over first, or do we want to talk about a team first? Like, there's a lot of storylines we can go off here. I know, man. There's so much going on. Um, let's do let's do some. Do you want to just go Patriots some... first right away? Obviously, making a big splash. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So Bill Belichick, he goes out. Super Bowl, he's watching. He's like, "Oh shoot, Tom Brady's gonna win." Tom Brady wins, and he's just literally sitting in his his chair at home for I don't know whatever. He probably just sits in a chair. Um, <laughs> and he's just like two months. Just what am I gonna do? And then he literally comes out day one of free agency and spends over a hundred million dollars in guaranteed yeah. money. Um, got some guys on defensive line. Pretty like I don't I don't know like his free agent class. Like I don't think it like really tips the scales for what they were at. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't see anything too, too intense here. What I do, like on defensive side, is just kind of a couple like pretty decent starting caliber guys. Not a lot of like Matthew Judon, um, pretty solid. But then when you uh, when you look at the offensive side, I kind of do like what they're they're doing on the offensive side. They're bringing in two wide receivers, Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar, um, and then two tight ends, Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry, which yeah. I, I really like two, that. Two group. elite tight ends is... Uh took me by surprise i think it took a lot of people by surprise i do it bringing it back to the gronk aaron hernandez days which could be like pretty lethal Mm. but the one the the group of people that hated the most is the fantasy community there was literal outrage this morning when hunter henry signed because like in fantasy there's like three tight ends that are like good to own kittle kelsey darren waller and then the yep. tier two that was literally like that's like your tj hawkinson's your hunter henry's Zach Ertz when he's healthy. Johnny Smith really surged up. But now that takes out two guys in that second tier group because they're on the same team. Yeah. So that's like the, the tight end slot. Just that's like the like big Kelsey's hitter value is just even getting higher. Yeah, exactly. But honestly, good signings for Patriots on the offensive side. The defensive side, not really turning scales for me. That's where I'm at. Okay. I also here okay. have Nelson Aguilar. They're paying $13 million a year for the next two years. Um, that's a lot for Nelson Aguilar, who's just kind of had one uh, one decent year with Derek Carr there, who, who was also, like, super bad on the Eagles. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, and then last piece about Patriots, because they've, like, obviously made the biggest splash. They don't have a cap hit of over $5 million. Like, no one on their payroll is over five mil in 2022. They still have a lot of, even though it looks like they spent a lot of money, they still have a lot of, like, cap space in the future. So they're not, like, sewering themselves. That's basically what that yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope. I like that. Um. Yeah. Do you have any signings that that you you're like, oh my goodness, yes, this is a good signing. Do you have any like favorite signings uh, I think out there? Jacoby Brissett was the biggest signing of the <laughs> agency so far. Huge um, signing, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one's wild. Um. No, I think um. One that took me by surprise, and it's also something that's up for debate because you again similar to Aguilar, probably not as extreme as Aguilar, but I think Corey Davis to Jets is quite intriguing, depending on who they actually get at QB. Um, Agreed. Yeah, like, I'm 
I think Corey Davis could be huge. He balled out this year. Yeah. Not really when they needed him, but he had a really good year, obviously in a contract year, trying to make some money. He's overshadowed there in Tennessee by A.J. Brown. But I do really like Denzel Mims, Corey Davis, and then Jamison Crowder in the slot. I think that's like a pretty good scenario for a young quarterback. Or Sam Darnold. Yeah. Like those are three good guys that can that can separate on their own and like get open for you. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, also no, I agree. New, new coaching staff there, so they're picking their guys, which is good. But yeah, definitely when you bring up the Jets, the quarterback is always going to be until week one is basically basically draft, and then if Sam Darnold's still on the roster, yeah, basically there. Um, uh, I was just going to add also, uh, I, I don't, I don't know your take on it, but I like Jacksonville's d- defense ads. Even had some ballers, bro. I mean, Shaquille and Rayshon. I don't know, man. Something they needed. Yeah, and they re-signed Sidney Jones too, so they're they're getting some some secondary back. Yeah. Um. They also signed Marvin Jones Jr. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Which is which is pretty huge. Um. Seven mils not a lot either. No, it's not, bro. Marvin Jones, like, dude. He's he's honestly gonna be so good for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I was so shook that he went for seven. I'm like, what? Why? But Where okay. the, especially if when Aguilar went for and exactly. Davis went for like double like double that basically <laughs> like yeah but I, so odd and what i am more surprised about is the team the jacksonville jaguars who are literal mm-hmm. who were bottom feeders starting from the ground up i was thinking more he was going to be going to like um obviously la was rumored to get back with stafford or ravens i thought would have been better just a bit more championship pedigree but it's a two-year deal so maybe he's thinking like the window with trevor lawrence will be similar to patrick mahomes or like the first or second year where we're making a push yeah but uh fun fact about jaguars receivers which is also my beauty this week marvin jones Mm -hmm. jr lavishka chanel jr dj chark jr three all junior wide receiver so that's kind of cool that's like a pierce kind of stat that i like yeah, yeah, that is a pretty stat. That'll be fun. Um, signing that I really like, John Johnson the third going to Cleveland, building up the mm. secondary. Um, really good price, eleven mil. Really good, really good safety. Um, kind of go over a bit some more here. Corey Lindsley to the Chargers, amazing signing, amazing mm. signing. Um, and then conversely to that. The worst signing I think that I've seen so far isn't a signing, but an extension. The Packers extending Aaron Jones basically enough to not sign back Corey Lindsley, who was the best center in the entire league last year. So Justin Herbert gets a key piece on his offensive line to keep him out of pressure. And the Packers let one of the best centers in the league walk. What what are your thoughts on this situation? Um, I don't know what Green Bay's thinking. And I don't know how Yeah, I hate it. I don't know who is in these like conversations like i thought i felt like it was an obvious time for them to let go jones and they kind of set themselves up for them to do it in well, a good way dylan man like drafting dylan just everyone was like okay yeah makes sense last we year won't, we can keep cory Lindsay. we can i don't know like it doesn't it's, make sense it's honestly mind-boggling so last year you draft QB pick one and a running back pick two. You make it to the NFC championship game. Jordan Love doesn't even suit up. He's not even good to be the second quarterback on the team. AJ Dillon basically didn't get any snaps. Like he got a few token snaps here and there in the playoffs. Imagine if you had two playmakers that could have like at least started and like been good for you against the the Buccaneers. Yeah. Like 
it's actually mind-boggling how i honestly i'm pulling up this draft last year just to see who they could have gotten um so they picked jordan love with the 26th pick after them went jeff gladney who had a really good year cornerback out in, in minnesota who they could have replaced kevin king who might have stopped a uh might have stopped a touchdown to scotty miller there and then hmm. with the where are we at here aj dylan picked 62 they could have had jeremy chin who we were talking about in uh we were talking about in uh rookie of the year or defensive rookie of the year talk they could add him two picks afterwards mm. um so like they could have had two playmaking or even like Antoine Winfield went in the second two they could have had him who was balling out on on Tampa Bay too they could have had like little key starters instead of two guys that barely played in the playoffs very dumb very dumb yeah um and then like running back position it I will literally like on my graveyard it'll say running backs don't matter um but here's a here's a stat to back that up there's only one running back that has been with his team for more than five years so since 2016 there's only been one running back to stay with their team who do you think it is i guess it's a trivia question and a stat mixed in if you had to guess um for five years for five years it's so hard to think of someone (laughs) they're all so young and they get like phased out super early because the position is is very replaceable is it uh okay i'm I'm not gonna think about it too hard name yeah, no. that's coming to mind is carson chris carson no good guess giovanni bernard mustache man dude yeah he's the only one that's been on the same team for five years so it just shows how like honestly and i honestly i don't know if this is a guarantee but there's a very good chance that there's going to be a running back drafted in the second or third round maybe even fourth round that will outperform aaron jones next year because aaron yeah. jones might be out for three or four games aj Dillon might even outperform him if if jamal williams is gone like it's not really worth it to hash out that kind of money no but if you do wanna... like oh go ahead I, I was just gonna say like i also just i love williams dude williams is so fun bro they could have had so him fun. for cheaper because he would have been cheaper yeah and then Dillon honestly looked good in the, the game against the titans um yeah it was like week 15 or something like that or one of the i think aaron jones was out or like he played like minimal snaps or something like that i'd be so mad if i was dylan <laughs> dude yeah like what the heck like just got completely cheesed yeah the one positive thing i will say for letting Lindsay walk is green bay is really good at evaluating offensive line they have bactiari who they got in like the fifth round elton jenkins has been really good so like maybe that's their like we'll get some chief offensive lines because we know how to draft them um sign aaron jones and then maybe just maybe they're looking at this wide receiver free agent class to add potentially a will fuller or something like that that's like the only positive thing about that but very questionable signing to say the least yeah no kidding um a couple other deals i like i really like mike hilton to the Bengals. they got a really good price there um cornerback slot cornerback um also honestly Kudos to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for keeping everyone. I didn't think that was going to be possible, but they did it somehow. Yeah. Because Brady literally took a pay cut, extended. They tagged Godwin. They got Shaq Barrett on a really friendly deal. That's honestly one of the, probably the deals of the, of the uh, free agency. Honestly, got Gronk back, got uh, Vontae David back. Honestly, kudos to them. I was really um, upset to see Godwin and uh, Robinson, actually, uh, both franchise Yeah. Tagged. Dude, we'll get into freaking Allen Robinson in a bit, but geez, that situation. Um, but yeah, they they tagged him. Also, I saw a rumor where Gronk was thinking about going to 
Buffalo Bills? Could you imagine that? Gronk and Bills Mafia, bro? Oh, nice. <laughs> you would go crazy, bro. You would yeah. do a table every game, probably. <laughs> How nasty would that be? That would be honestly a pretty good fit, too. They kind of need a tight end, man. Huh? <laughs> oh, man. That would be crazy. But, yeah. Yeah. Kudos to the Bucks. The only two guys that they haven't got back are. I think Antonio Brown, who's still undecided, and Leonard Fournette, which is not honestly not the end of the world if Leonard Fournette doesn't come back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Allen Robinson franchise tagged a couple weeks ago, and now they sign Andy Dalton and Nick Foles as their QBs next year. Get this guy out of here. <laughs> for his sake, for everyone's sake, do not waste this guy's career, man. He's so good. Oh man. So um. Yeah. But with that Andy Dalton signing, I mean. I feel like they still got to address the QB situation further. So hopefully they do that in the draft. Apparently they're trying to make a big push at Russell Wilson, but obviously you're not trading Russell Wilson. Yeah, 100%. This is what I was thinking about. NFC North, obviously very division close to my heart. I can argue that Jared Goff is the second best quarterback in the division. Easily, right? Mm, Yeah. Like him and Cousins are pretty close. Yeah. I can get the, have all the, Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl points. So that's pretty good. Um, And then obviously Aaron Rodgers is old. So looking pretty good for the Lions. Do you um so quick question for you. Do you think McLaurin is gonna be like unbelievable with Fitzmagic Fitzmagic? Dude, fantasy Twitter literally was just salivating at the sound of Fitzmagic and Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Because I'm like, he literally force I'm, feeds his best guy. Exactly. And I'm honestly on board with it. I would like to see them add another weapon though. Like the yeah. Sims brothers that I like we can't do the Sims brothers. <laughs> but Fitzpatrick, Fitz, what did I write here? Washington Fitzball team. That's a new name. Yeah, get fired that's up. Fantastic, great name. I would have liked the Pittsburgh Steelers a bit, a bit, a bit better. But Washington Fitzball team, get ready. I still think, just like the Bears, though, I still, still think it's not the answer. This year's gonna be like, let's have fun. We have Fitzpatrick. Let's get a quarterback in the later rounds or something like that. Or even with with their their late first round pick, they can grab a, a guy who's there maybe um develop him behind Fitzmagic, but he's honestly better than what they were rolling out last year so and they made mm. the playoffs I like that um okay i also did want to ask you um about uh who was it tyrod taylor oh tyrod <laughs> um i don't know what to really think of this, this because it's just literally their their first show of their hand of like this is a russ or deshaun watson backup plan yeah and like it's honestly not a bad idea because nope, not at all Tyrod was supposed to be the number one qb <laughs> <laughs> exactly except for some doctor ruined his life i think yeah. he was trying to like sue the doctor too it's honestly good on good on him they kind of ruined i mean him. especially after going to houston i yeah. would <laughs> um I, yeah, what are your thoughts? I like it. It's the it's like I said, it's the contingency Watson plan, but they can also run the same offense as you can prepare the season like Watson's gonna start. And if he doesn't, you don't have to change the offense immediately. So I kinda yep. like that aspect of it, how he, he's pretty malleable in that sense. You could you could run the same because he's kinda got a bit of mobility to him, but but yeah. I yeah. I think that was a, a little bit of a tell though that Watson's not gonna be suiting up for them. Yeah. Um I agree. Speaking of quarterback, another quarterback controversy I have written down here is Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston. What? Who do you? Who would you want? Who do you like? I'll give my thoughts, but I've voiced my thoughts on Taysom Hill through and through. But yeah, they extended Taysom Hill. Jameis gets a one-year kind of another prove-it deal. Drew Brees retired. Um, really saving them a lot of money there. Yeah, 
I um I mean how big was Taysom Hill's contract again? Dude, it like, was it so was like stupid. It was 140 mil. mil, but like it was literally that was literally like such a like loaded tweet by Schefter. They can literally get out of the contract next year if they wanted to, essentially. Oh like, really? Put it in like just straight up layman's terms. Like it's all voidable. <laughs> like it's like only like a little bit of guaranteed money this year and then after that it's just it was literally just his agent was probably like, Hey, you are signing this extension so he can tweet this huge number but like you're not like he's not gonna get close to that he's i also hate Taysom, so i hope he doesn't get that why do you hate him so much because he literally sewers alvin Kamara and michael thomas's and everyone there's fantasy value <laughs> <laughs> and he's so annoying to watch like when he's a starter i loved him when he was the guy that would just come and do random crap yeah, yeah. When but he like, was he's like, like, he also vultured Alvin Kamara's seventh touchdown on the Christmas game. Like, he's just not like a guy. And then, especially when you have Jameis, like literal Jameis as the other guy, it's just so easy to hate him because Jameis yeah, is so true. sick. Especially fantasy value, just given Thomas the looks. Exactly. Oh, exactly. But I like I I love just the Swiss Army knife. I loved that before he became like before he became the number one before Peyton was literally like man this guy is actually like we gotta keep him regular like instead of like literally just the one or two plays a game yeah because now like because before he would like he would be like a gunner on special teams and like go ahead and tackle the punt returners and like they would always talk about him on that I was like yeah this guy's sick and then now he's like literally just like the Saints were such a good fantasy team to like own guys Jared Cook had some really really good games for them. Obviously Kamara, um, Michael Thomas, and then he just came in there and just yeah. Except I did like him that I could start him at tight end that that two week stretch this year in my ESPN yeah. league. Everybody loved that. But yeah, give us Jameis, Taysom Hill. Um, what else have I written down here? Okay, here's my like just overall take on free agency. Um, in NFL, free agency is where you just kind of plug holes. Um, for your roster, kind of fix fix little things with. Like maybe veteran guys, guys that have been around the game. And then the draft is where you find true value, true value in uh, players. So yep. in, which is why I really like the John Johnson signing, Corey Lindsay signing, Mike Hilton signing. You can get solid starting players. Um, you, can get, you can get offensive linemen, you can get safeties, you can get slot cornerbacks for pretty cheap, but still really, really good starters. And then the draft is where you got to address those, those value valuable positions so your quarterbacks your edge rushers offensive tackles wide receivers those are like the high value positions because we're seeing guys like these edge rushers trey hendrickson who had like a massive deal carl lawson bud dupree even um the lions they signed julian aquara and like they're like good they're solid starting edge rushers but they're like getting paid like north of 25 million a year which is absurd right now when you can literally in the draft get very cheap ones but still very productive ones so that's kind of my overall take and then we'll bring that into trey hendrickson signing and the bud dupree signing so trey hendrickson is going to the cincinnati Bengals. um i think this is a really bad signing because when you sign edge rushers i think the take is how do i want to word this you want to sign Edge rushers that have been productive, but on bad teams, if that makes sense. Mm. Like a Carl mm. Lawson. If he's productive on a team that is always out of games and getting the ball run down their throat the entire second half, still getting sacks, pressures, that sort of thing, you want that guy to come to, to a good team. But if you have a guy like Bud Dupree, 
who's been playing opposite of TJ Watt for the past couple years and being like kind of productive. He's he's pretty good. Being pretty productive. Um, not facing a lot of double teams. You don't really want to add that to your team, if that makes sense. Hmm. So that's why these are both bad signings. Trey Hendrickson, this is his one good year. He had 14 sacks this year on a Saints defense that was super stacked. Bud Dupree, same thing. And now they're going to teams that they're like, oh, we need this marquee pass rusher. But like they might honestly get all the double teams because they'll probably be the only guys there. And they might be really bad and you're paying them a lot of money. So those are my last two bad bad signings yeah and buds was a big huge signing. and the thing about buds too is he's coming an injury a huge acl injury so there's like the unknown in that too so it, it just it could go it could go well like they could be productive but if you want to find edge value you got to go to the draft you got to address it at the draft it's so what tough about and crazy. um I, I don't know if you mentioned that in what you're saying but what about leonard williams leonard williams the defensive tackle is a little different because okay. um, the the interior line, those guys are hard to find. There's like Aaron Donald, um, DeForest Buckner, and it kind of really falls off. And Leonard Williams had a really good year last year. And also with free agency and honestly in, in all sports, like my take is like you want to sign your guys back. It's good business to have guys be drafted by your team and sign an extension with you, right? And mm. so with Leonard Williams, even though he was traded there, but like keeping guys in-house, they know the system. Um, I think is a really, really good thing um, for, for teams in all sports to do because like teams like the Bruins, teams like, um, I don't know, basketball is kind of, you can't really sign guys back, but you know you know what I'm saying? Like these like kind of like staple teams that like home grow all their talent, like the Penguins too. Um, yeah. It's just organi- Detroit Red Wings for a time. Like you want to sign back with these teams that instead of like literally being like the Texans. <laughs> basically where we're at yeah um but yeah those are all my those are all my football takes we're gonna have a lot more because we still have literally Trent williams kenny galladay bill fuller william jackson on defense lots of guys still to sign yep and um what did you want to say about alan robinson i saw something a tweet where he said he wasn't gonna play for the bears like he wasn't gonna sign the franchise tag even though they tagged him like he didn't want to sign that contract unless he got traded so okay. there's still there's still an opening for that there you um, go. but and also i guess kenny galladay i will allow him to play for the colts i really like yes please um and then after that i really like it's i think it's got to be the colts i was like i was leaning jaguars too but then marvin jones went there so we can't really do that i don't want him to do the packers there were some rumors of that please no i will literally literally not be able to function as a, for like a week probably <laughs> um chicago i would allow as well because i know it's division rival but he was born in chicago raised in chicago so there's that but he probably doesn't want to play with andy dalton um <laughs> then i saw a rumor today um to the giants which i'm not it's got to be colts or and then maybe ravens too i, I would i would allow colts and ravens but yeah those are my two takes. i like both those shots yeah yeah anything else for, for nfl i'll just i'll quickly just just refresh my twitter to see if anyone signed i just have a feeling but i got nothing else to add yeah andy dalton yeah doesn't look like anything recently but there's probably gonna be something by the time this comes out or by the time people are listening on this whenever all righty all righty okay now is the time we're getting into some march madness starts on thursday going pretty hard a little different this year they're doing like a full bubble yeah so they don't have different locations they're playing at so which is kind of cool um 
But what we're going to do on this podcast is we're going to do a March Madness draft where we're going to draft teams and then every win a team gets, they'll get a point. And then every round that goes further is like a two times multiplier, three times multiplier. So a second round win will be two points, a sweet 16 win will be three points, an elite eight win will be four points, semifinal win, final four win will be whatever the next number is, I already forgot. And then the championship will be the next amount of points. So this will be kind of our way to keep track. We obviously will have our brackets too, so we'll see how those go. But we're going to do a snake draft, and it's going to be fun. Very limited. Some of these schools probably honestly never even heard of, so that's kind of the fun part of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how do we want to decide uh, who goes first? Do you want to go first? Yeah, I pick Gonzaga. Okay. Johnny, <laughs> out the gate, going Gonzaga. Good pick, good pick. Favorite to win the tournament. Um, first pick for me, for my horn pick, I'm going Illinois out of the Midwest. Number one seed. And then okay. now do I want Michigan? I gotta go Michigan. That's my that's my state of all my teams. Okay. So Gonzaga. Three number one seeds off the board. What what do you got up next? Yeah, I'm gonna do Baylor. Good pick, good pick. Honestly, good pick. I had them that I wanted them to, so and um my next pick just because I cheer for them every year is uh Syracuse. Syracuse, I like that. Out of the Midwest region. Okay. My next pick. We're going to go with USC out of the West Division, six seed. Okay. And oh, I just highlighted the wrong color. That's a Pierce pick, USC. And we're going to go with Oklahoma State, who is the four seed in the Midwest, at the bottom right of the bracket. Oklahoma State. Wait, where is it? It's in the West? Midwest, Midwest, the bottom right. Oh, there it is. They're playing Liberty versus the... Okay. You can kind of see we're going with some higher seats here, but then by the time we get down, it's going to be some um, tough picks. I'm going to do Purdue. Ooh, the Boilermakers. All-time yes, team sir. name right there. And next, I'm going to go Alabama. Oh, Bama. That's a good pick. They just won the SEC. Fun fact. Hmm. Um, Next pick for Pierce, we're going to go with... See, I really don't... We'll go with... I'm going to go... i got to be strategic here now. Because <laughs> I don't want... Too many of my teams playing against each other, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. I just was thinking <laughs> that too. Um, but I'm gonna go with Colorado. They are in the East, as well as Arkansas, the number three seed in the South. The Razorbacks, also another great team name. Yeah, I honestly should have done Arkansas before Purdue, but I mean, what can you do? Purdue, what so. can you do? Um, okay. Hmm. There's so many teams in the South that I like. Yeah, that the South is a good division or a good right? uh, good section. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oh, that's the other team I wanted was <laughs> in the South. Dude, just sweep the sweep it. You'll get all the wins though. That's yeah. the that's also a strategy too. <laughs> I'm going uh Ohio State. Ohio State, good pick. And you you have another one, right? Um, do I? Yeah, I think so. That could be wrong. No, I think you do. Okay. Uh, next pick, uh, I'm going to be going with Clemson. Clemson. Okay. Next pick for me, we're going with Texas Tech. Nice. Exceed out of the South. Mac McClung. And we're going to go for the play-in team. First play-in game, Michigan State UCLA, the 11. 11 seed in the East. Okay. You're up. Um, I'm going to go with Florida State. Oh, good pick. And I'm going to go with Oregon. Also a good pick. Um, I'm going to go Iowa Hawkeyes. And then let's see here. So you have the one and two in the 
south. I want Houston. No, I don't, I don't want Houston yet. I'm going to go with Texas, three seed in the east. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm loading up east here. I might have to go away for a bit. Yeah, I think I only have Florida State there. And oh, wait, no, Alabama, I have Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Um. Okay. I I gotta get Wichita State. Nice. Uh, slash Drake. Um. And I'm gonna go with Liberty. Oh wait, no. I no. You have Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm doing Liberty. Oh, you're good. This is the first uh first same gamer, I think. No, the both of those were same game. Wichita State and USC. Oh yeah, and USC. Yep. Ooh, it's getting hot. Yeah. It is getting hot. Um. Okay, strategy time here. I'm going to take Kansas because they'll probably, they might go up against Iowa. We'll see. I can see Oregon getting there too. Um, we got Kansas there and then top right and the bottom right are looking where I need to go, but yeah, I'll take Houston. Houston. Okay. I'm going to go Loyola. Oh, Sister Jean, bro. I wanted Loyola. Yeah, that's where um my cousins live. Do you remember Cinderella. their uh their Cinderella run in 2018? Oh, yeah. It's their first time back. I bet they're just going crazy there. I think I just saw... It Wasn't it the... Um, Mama Jean got... She just got vaccinated so that yeah, she Sister can go? Yeah, Sister Jean. She's going there, Sis- and she literally chirped the crap out of Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> she I was like, it. I don't see Kentucky on my bracket that I filled out. She's the best. She's the best. <laughs> she truly is. Um, next, I'm going to go with BYU. BYU. Going up against the Michigan State UCLA pick by me. Good pick. Um, next two picks, I'm going to go with, let's go with the UCSB Gauchos, the 12th seed in the West. And Wait, which one? The UCSB 12th seed in the West. They're called, oh, okay. they're called the Gauchos. Go. My brother played them in volleyball. Nice. Um, and then I'm going to go with LSU, 8th seed in the East. I'm freaking okay. loading up on the East. Shoot. Get out of there. Um, I'm going to go with Creighton. In the West. Creighton. And St. Bonaventure. Oh, you're just playing me now, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next pick, I'm going to go with, let's go with the Florida Gators. Nice. And then we'll pick up North Carolina as well. Blue Bloods. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick up, man, Winthrop is 23-1. and one? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Villanova. <laughs> uh, and then I'll go with Virginia Tech. Tech. Virginia Tech, Florida game is going to be good. Um, yeah. yeah, give me Winthrop. Okay. And then the, I don't know if you can call them the reigning champions because there was no tournament last year, but I'm going Virginia. Virginia. Four seed okay. in the West. Um, okay. I am going to do, uh, I'm going to do Maryland. Ooh. And what is that team? Moorhead State. Moorhead State. Um, <laughs> uh, I, okay. Yeah, no, Clemson isn't going against them. Okay. Yeah. Let's do Moorhead State. Moorhead State. All right. I am going to take UConn. Okay. And then Georgia or any other game is not accounted for. Tennessee, Oregon State. And Oklahoma, Missouri. The only yeah. game's unaccounted for. I'm going to take Oregon State. Oregon State. Okay. The Beavers. Uh, the Beavers. I'm going to pick Tennessee. Volunteers. Tennessee and Utah State. Utah State. In the South. Okay. I'm going to pick oh, Oklahoma. Okay. And then what am I thinking for upsets here? Oh, Georgia Tech out of the Midwest. Okay. Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Also a good name. Yeah, that's a fantastic name. Um, 
I'm gonna go with San Diego State just in case. I just oh, so I can be kind of happy. That's just the first in case double. I... That's the first double up. That's a good yeah, point. in case I just in case if <laughs> I'm not hor- horribly sad. I think I have Q's winning that game in my actual bracket. Oh yeah. yeah. Good good fail safe. Good fail safe. And then who else? It's looking pretty pretty thin. It's not super yeah, thin. Did you do two or is it you still will we get one one more here? Um is it my go? Yeah, your go still. I think you just picked San Diego State. Really? Yeah, I think you have one more, man. All right. I Snake draft yeah. with two people is kind of tough. I know. Maybe I'll just count. Um, Wait, when should I count? I'll count after my one right. one pick after you. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, so I'm going to go, uh, what is it? Abilene Christian? Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. <laughs> yeah. It's a Texas matchup. Um, I'm going to take a page out of your book. I'm going to take Missouri. Okay. So I can get yeah, at least one. We both have guaranteed one point out of the gate so there's that we're back there on even playing ground um and then do i want to go with i'm gonna go with north texas against the boilermakers the north texas mean green another good name oh there you go okay um okay i'm gonna go with georgetown good pick patrick ewing did you hear about the patrick ewing drama uh not really so he was uh coaching at the i think it's the Big East tournament that's their conference it was at the Nick Stadium. <laughs> they were asking him to like show his his pass to like get around in security and stuff like that. Even though it's Nick's legend, Patrick Ewing. <laughs> so there's that. Pick Georgetown. I think you have one more. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Wisconsin. Wisconsin, good pick. All right, just a quick look at the board. We have all double digit seeds except for West Virginia. So I'll be taking West Virginia. And then I am also gonna go in that that region and take Rutgers. Um. Now we are all okay. double-digit seeds. The highest seed remaining is VCU, the Rams, at number 10. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go VCU. Nice, nice. And I'm going to go Ohio. Also you you did Virginia, right? I have Virginia, yeah. Okay. Alrighty, kind of looking thin. Here's a question. This is where we're at in the draft. Do I want to guarantee some points, or do I want to dip my toes into some potential big upsets? I think I'm going to go... Or Oral Roberts taking on Ohio State, as well as Iona taking on another two seed. I don't think I think only like a fifteen seeds upset a two seed like one time ever. So, wait, Iona and which one? Um, Iona and Oral Roberts, South uh, the fifteen seed in the South. Okay, so did you pick Iowa? Yeah, I picked Iowa. Okay, I'm doing Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. Yeah. Uh, and then um, and you picked Arkansas as well. Yeah, I picked. Arkansas Razorbacks. Oh, I'm gonna do Colgate. Colgate. All right. I'm gonna go for the Norfolk App State going up against Gonzaga. Probably not gonna go well. And I think I want to guarantee some points here. So I'm gonna go Cleveland State against Houston. Okay. And I'm gonna go with uh, Greenboro. Greenboro. Um. And that leaves what? Eastern Wash, East Washington, Hartford. St. Mary, Drexel, and Hartford, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Grand Canyon just because they have a cooler name. You already picked Grand Canyon. I did? Yeah, so St. Mary's, St. Texas, or St. Mary, Mount St. Mary's, Texas Southern, the 16th seed in the east, Eastern Washington, Hartford, and Drexel. So one in each, uh, one in each region is left. Uh, I don't think there's any way Hartford beats way at Baylor. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Drexel. Drexel going up against Illinois. Alright, I'm going to take East Washington okay. and Mount St. Mary Texas Southern. Okay, so I can have Hartford. <laughs> there you go. Alright, 
that's our draft everybody we will have an episode out next week probably after the round of 32 is done we'll have a good good idea of what where the point situations are at um yep. but yeah dude i'm so excited we were deprived last year of march madness and it was sad yeah, we um but yeah get excited right. everybody playing games start yeah. thursday fill out your brackets if you need a bracket group let me know i'll let you in our password is sister jean uh, <laughs> so we'll uh we'll be uh rooting for the the ramblers as they they go on another run hopefully but hopefully not yeah yeah there you go that was good that was good is there uh anything else before before that time i think it's time Beats, bots, and beauties. What do you want to start with? Um, we're gonna start with a bot. Um, right. this will hit home for you. Um, on oh, I'm worried. On my way to uh, dropping off cast at dance. Um, I pulled out of the driveway and I started to realize my car was a lot louder than normal. Oh and, no! Uh, Don't even bring up cars. Oh yeah, no. dude. Halfway to dropping her off, I'm getting oh, no, looks so by everybody on the road. I'm so okay. sorry. I sound like the like a literal well, cartoon was, truck. Yeah, I was gonna say the Chichimon, which is a a boat out of Owen Sound that makes <laughs> a massive horn noise when it leaves, but uh, you wouldn't get the reference. So yes, it sounds like just a massive train going down the road. It's so bad. Um, and just got worse and worse and worse. So I'm seeing a mechanic tomorrow. Um, not excited for the morning drive. Uh, but man, car issues. Cars are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It really sucks. It is what it is. Dang, yeah, I hate I hate car troubles. That yeah. is definitely hits home. Yeah. Dang, this ferry looks pretty freaking legit though. I just looked it up. Wait, what looks legit? <laughs> the boat you're talking about. The Chichimon? Yeah. How do you spell it? I just C-H-I-C-H-E-M-A-U-N is a passenger and vehicle ferry in Ontario, Canada. Yeah, there it is. The I bet my my, my my grandpa lives in a apartment building and he's on like a super high floor and he sees mm. like a bunch of like in Windsor. So I, I don't think this would be the same thing, but he always has binoculars as the like lets us go watch the boats. Oh, cool. Um, But my bot is fantasy writer Matthew Barry tweeted out today that Kenny Galladay might sign with the LA Rams. Now, if you know about the LA Rams, they're literally minus 30 million in cap right now, and they can't probably sign a 20 million a year wide receiver. <laughs> so I'm botting him because that literally would be amazing. Both my boys in the Rams organization, but he's a bot for getting my hopes up. And I guess just also fantasy Twitter overreactions in general to free agency week, even though I'm part <laughs> of the community and sometimes part of these reactions. Like, the Fitz and Terry McLaurin one, I was all over. But, like, when Jonu Smith got signed, th th everyone was comparing him to, like, literally Travis Kelsey. I was like, dude, like, you need to chill out. It's a long week. <laughs> so my, I'm botting those people, but kind of also self-botting myself because it's an exciting time, okay? Yeah. There you go. I like that. Um, I guess my pick here. We're going off to a beat. Okay. My song, very old song. But just kind of recently back in my life through TikTok, which is how everything works nowadays. Um, how to Save a Life by The Fray. Basically, Ooh. there's these TikToks going around of these guys acapella singing the chorus. Oh, I literally loop that thing. It sounds so yeah. good. 
Send it to me. Okay, I'm sending it. I'll send it to you. But it's it literally is some of the most and like I've literally just added it to all the tops of my playlists. It's <laughs> it's it's a good song. Let me see if I can uh just pull it up and just just play it right now, but it's just it's just beautiful. Just literally I just loop that. <laughs> just <been laughs> listening to that. Yeah, that's so that's amazing. my that's my uh that is my beat. I gotta show I gotta show Cass that. She yeah, I'll send you the an actual video of it. I'll send an actual video of it. Alright, bet. Um my beat is uh Patience by KSI, Youngblood and Polo G. KSI, yes. I believe I listened to that recently. Yeah. But not very attentively. Listening so to the music re- video. Re-listen. I wasn't the biggest fan. And then listening to it without the music video, I was like, this is pretty dope. So there you go. Dude, KSI. He's he's making waves. I'm just uh, that's all I'll say. Making waves. Yeah, making waves. Trying new things. I just love how he, like, he even said this uh, yesterday. He was just like, I don't want to be put in a box where I make the same music all the time. And so like this song is like a punk hip hop song and i kind of love it so there you okay. go adding that to the playlist immediately yeah um okay and a beauty uh my beauty is my uh my work got me a new laptop to work from home there it is let's go moving up and yeah so my old laptop is so bad and like I still haven't got used the new laptop yet because I gotta tomorrow I'm gonna be transferring everything over with the the work hard drive and getting all of the software set up and everything. But oh man, like so my slow. current laptop is struggling. So I'm just like I'll sign in in the morning and like I'll have to like turn on the laptop about 15 minutes before I start just to hopefully actually get started like it takes 15 minutes to just start up oh gosh yeah it's really really rough so that's uh that's a beauty for me new tech is always fun man 100 percent. all right beauty for me march madness coming back Mm. jim nance also is going to be calling some games so just was i heard i was watching some games on the weekend heard his voice freaking fired me up i love jim nance (laughs) and then also another beauty i had was the jacksonville jaguars all junior wide receiver core i just love that kind of stuff (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah so that's that's, that's you all over it yeah um yeah there any, you go anything else i think that's our no, episode. i don't think so man that's it oh also get excited we got a freaking soccer corner coming back next week true so we'll be getting some soccer going it's basically yeah. i have a bunch of really really amazing questions for johnny just just to kind of go over and guide me um but yeah this has been we the bot pod peace peace, peace.